Hello everyone. My name is Taruna Ramani. And this podcast is special. Because to me the month of October is special. Life often times is about handling curveballs that come at you and thus opening your eyes to the quote unquote finer things in life. Those finer things are seldom material and instead are deeply meaningful. This is the Breast Cancer Awareness Month and I wanted to share my musings. Two years and a few months today since I have stopped active treatment for breast cancer. The wonderful thing is that the heavy lifting and obvious challenges are over. On the other hand, there are minor struggles, which are a combination of age and cancer aftercare. Sometimes it's the mind that's running faster than the body, and at other times it struggles to catch up with the body. People talk about how strong I was or how inspirational I was. I look at everyone who's gone through challenges such as mine and I come across so many inspirational stories that show up on social media of ordinary everyday people with extraordinary courage. That's who I became, an ordinary human being who intentionally chose how she wanted to tackle the dragon called cancer. So, what do we the people who are motivating others in their journey have in common? I would say four things to be precise. First, a strong will. I only knew fear when my journey started. Fear of needles. In fact, manic phobia of needles. Surgeries, suffering, baldness, not being active in my kids' lives. Fear is how this journey started. My fear of what the future held was too big and I did not know what to do. The doctors assured me on what they could and the people around me, they listened to me or brushed off my fears but could not give me the assurance that the cancer-suffering mind sought. I felt defeated and helpless. And at that point, everything looked bleak. But after a point, precisely after my first surgery, it came to me that I was my best friend. And I had to take control of my mind because 
that's all I could control. I could not control the external, my body, my treatment, or my pain. I could not. And so, I cultivated a strong will. This was my best friend, my will. And thank God for that, because for a needle-phobic person like me, I needed to up my game. My treatment could not be needless, and I did not have a choice. My treatment was lined up, and my will became my biggest ally. Second, a healing mind. A healing mind is one that seeks the positive, the nurturing, the fulfilling, and the life-giving in others, situations, things, and places. I embraced and encouraged my healing mind that actively looked for good and it didn't disappoint me. I started a gratitude journal during chemo wherein every night before going to bed I wrote something that I was grateful for. Despite everything I was going through there was a lot I was grateful for and putting it down brought peace and gratitude for what I had and could do. Third, some personal beliefs. My mind had already set itself on a journey of self-reflection and evolution, of acceptance, of detachment of being in love with myself. My beliefs translated into how I wanted to engage in this world. Anyone who inspires you to push the envelope in any way has something to offer which you don't have. I took those as teachings for the cancer me because people around me did not know the cancer me. They knew the fun me, the happy me. But the cancer me was a different me, who was alien to me too. And she became a student of life. She relied on her personal beliefs and her inner child who was hidden under the wraps of the roles that it needed to play. Cancer helped me recenter my life and beliefs, and I felt more aligned with who I was and what I wanted to do or not do in life. I was already on a path of self-cleansing and conscious living. Cancer 
quicken that process a bit. And lastly, the fourth thing that I would like to talk about is a sense of humor. That was my best friend. I remember my sister visited me right after my first surgery. And she walked in with her eyes in pools of tears. And she heard me laugh at something. She told me later that she did not expect me to smile, forget laugh. My sense of humor spiked me through these days. And I cannot thank those few funny bones inside of me. The child in me woke up during the journey and wanted to rejoice and celebrate everything however small it was. I remember one morning I woke up and realized that the chemo symptoms were not so strong that day. I felt extremely happy. I felt like singing and dancing. And I remember I sang at the top of my lungs because I was celebrating for myself. Why? Because I knew that that day would be better than the last one. Cancer has taught me something uniquely special. It has made me into an observer of this massive cosmic stage called life. I have learned that I don't need to voice my opinion on everything. Everything doesn't need to be about my view of right and wrong. There is a quiet joy in just being, in making space for someone who feels the need to push through. A big realization is that this too shall pass. When I was starting my cancer treatment, everything seemed daunting. Everything that we hear about, cancer, chemo, radiation, it all loomed as dark clouds pervading my already ominous thoughts. As I stepped into this journey, I decided to turn my back on those thoughts. The baggage persisted, peeking in every now and then. But I made a choice to shake it off. And then it all came through. We women go through a good bit as we birth our kids. The physical pain is something we know will come. But we go through it. Right? I tell this to everyone I support. Go with the flow. Don't resist too much and you will not manifest negativity. I am blessed to have been a part of the sisterhood of women 
some micro travelers and some who reached out to me for support. We lean into each other for support and our secret to moxifen jokes. That's the hormone therapy which my kind of cancer survivors go on once we stop active treatment. Today, I live in gratitude for being alive and for the normalcy of life. I honestly believe I'm playing my second innings and I don't want to do anything now that I did not do right before. I believe in giving back to others going through cancer. Sometimes their need is as small as having someone listen to them or answer their questions. And I am there because it's my turn to pass on the love. I say this all the time. I took in abundance and with a lot of gratitude. I have celebrated the bald me and now I do the same with my red, blue, pink and sometimes green colored hair. Here's to many more years of living, loving, celebrating and giving and of course the hair colors. Thank you very much for listening.